Captain Hugs, and of course, I'm joined by my tag team partner. He goes by uh, J Rock, and you can reach him on the Twitter machine at James J Rock 36. And I'm, of course, at Captain Hugs. Uh, you can follow our uh, Mega Power page at Mega underscore Hour, and uh, listening to the show where it handles pro wrestling and everything else in between. And this is the final episode of uh, season three. Is this what it is? Season four? What is this, J Rock? Season four. Wow, we've been doing this for. Four seasons. That's that's a that's a lot. We had there were some issues getting this show together. <laughs> we got I got scheduled conflicts, and you had a schedule thing, and we're we're fitting it in before uh, other obligations are needed to be met. Am I correct? We're fitting in before we get shut down. Well, we we got unsuspended by anchor, so that was good. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm ecstatic that's such good news yeah i know so uh and Catherine put audible and she was like well i was typing anchor and it changed it to audible and like that doesn't make any sense but whatever right and then yeah but she she corrected it though so you know she's good you're good with us Catherine. don't worry (laughs) she's probably like why don't you write your own damn tweets (laughs) yeah maybe (laughs) yeah you know well she's got to do something well we can't let you have we can't let you have full reign of the account because you know you like to you like to troll people a lot so did did she say follow j-rock or was that you uh she did i guess i don't know oh okay i was about to give you loads of shit but that was Catherine. okay uh you know i'm trying to hit the 2k follow me can't be like you know like captain and have like 3k and then i do not not follow i have not even follow half the people back i have 2000 some 200 and some i i don't have near close to 3000 my follower count is not that much well you you remember a while back when we started up the whole podcast we approached a network about the you know having a show on their network and they Told us that we needed our followings uh, bigger, mm-hmm. like our account. Yeah, and so I guess I just—I don't know. I guess well, I just—I guess, guess I just kind of just took it and ran with it. So, so, so these names should be left anonymous, is what you're saying? Yeah, of course. But you—you you remember they wanted us to have a third co-host that had a really big following. And I didn't know anyone that had a 30K following that wanted to do a show with, with me and you. Yeah. 
Yeah. The whole thing's just ridiculous. Like, but at the same time, they had other shows on the network that didn't have big followings, and I'm just like scratching my head. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> well, you know what? Um, probably the best thing that ever happened to this show was not being a part of that network. Yeah, 100%. So and I'm sure people know who the hell we're talking about. So yep. <laughs> some people do anyway. Right. So. right, right. Oh, we did. We, I did approach another network and we're like, hey, you know, like maybe interested, you know, like, I don't know, like our streams are, you know, we're pretty good. But, you know, if we join a network, maybe we'd get more and stuff like that. Like, yeah, it's cool. We'll set up a thing with uh, blah, blah, blah. And like, OK. And then we don't hear from them. Like, I, I think we're untouchable. Pretty much. <clears throat> yeah, well, it is what it is. Maybe it's maybe it's for the better, you know. Maybe, yeah. You know what? Fuck your ne- network. That's, that's what I got to say. Maybe maybe it's for the better, it's for the greater good. No one gives a shit about your goddamn network. But no, like, well, it's, you know, I don't want to be told what we can and can't do on the show. You know what I mean? So, by other people, you know. Yeah. Right. And then, and and just to like, and and just to have like people like judge us on like, like you don't know what we're about. You don't like. Have you even listened to this show before? And like, nah, none of that. Yeah. So yeah, it all worked out for the better. Like you know, we could still be, you know, friends with people that are in networks or have a show. No, 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 no. Nah, they're dead to me. Okay. Okay. No, no, no. That's that's what you want. Then that's what more power to them. Yeah, I mean, for you know, in the beginning, we were kind of salty. You know what I mean? Like, look at these, you know, look at these jerks. Have well, well, God, that the, the dude was like, "You got music playing. Uh, you, you can't talk about. Uh, you can't talk about football and wrestling. Uh, you can't. Uh, you can't have a show without a guy that's got like thirty, forty thousand followers. I'm like, fuck you, dude. Look at us." <laughs> We got four fucking seasons of this shit. Right. What are you doing? Oh. He ain't doing a show. We should do uh where are they now type of thing. We should. Maybe. We should. Don't don't get so in your feelings about it, okay? I'm I'm sorry I brought it up. Well, it just pisses me off. Yeah, I mean you were pretty pissed even back then, so Well, it made no sense. Yeah, it, it well, I mean it didn't, but uh, you know. Oh, oh but uh, here let's introduce uh let's introduce this uh uh this other podcast where these guys got uh a hundred followers and this guy's got two hundred followers, but the big wig he's got uh two hundred and twenty-five followers. Listen to this show. <laughs> and then they tell us we need a thirty thousand dollar a thirty thousand a thirty thousand follower guy. Yeah. You know what? That just set the tone for our podcast though. Yeah, I did because I I wanted to um, I wanted to wanted to make it work. So yeah, and our podcast lasted longer. Network is that another <laughs> siren? Like, dude, you're in the middle of Sirenville. No, no. When cows fall over, they call the they call the veterinarian, and the veterinarian comes in, uh, and uh. Land plants. 
I still don't know why you you still do the show outside for God's sakes. I'm in I'm in my garage. You're in your garage now. Yeah, I'm in my garage. Uh, okay, so you know we're over the whole saltiness of networks and whatever. So let's well, just, I was actually just getting started. Well, damn it, let's just move on. Let's All move right, on. fine. God damn it. No reason to stay on it. It is what it is. This in the past, and we persevered the whole time. So I mean, I, I guess that's cool. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um. So uh, people are probably wondering, uh, how did we get out of, we didn't have to pay uh, $20,000, J-Rock. Yeah, my bank account says I didn't have to pay 20K because I I don't have it. Right, right. Um, I got got all my investments wrapped up in Dogecoin. (laughs) (laughs) It's went up a little bit. What is it? Uh, Maybe 27. Oh, fuck. I should have sold it. And I was like eighty or ninety. I was like, "Oh, it's going to go up. I'm going to become a millionaire." Here we go. It wasn't. It wasn't quite. It was like seventy-seven or seventy-eight. Yeah, I remember. Wa- I remember waking up in my grandparents' basement, hating life, and checking Dogecoin, and oh my god, it went up. My life's turning around. Yeah. Then you became a bartender, and now it's you're never looking back. <laughs> hey, man, <laughs> bartending is easiest shit ever. And like, like there was like twenty people last night, and it was like an hour and a half worth of worth of work before they went to go see Pitbull. It was like a couple hundred bucks. So like this shit is easy. Did you say Pitbull? Pitbull, the rapper. Yep. He was playing. Uh, he was playing this big country ass fair. He was playing a fair in Iowa. Yep. Jeez. Yeah, I know. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I, I went to the fair, that fair. I've only been once because literally the place is scary and everybody's drunk and everybody wants to fight. If you look at somebody wrong, like they, you're like, what are you looking at? Like, just like, <laughs> you know, and right. I, I went, I went to Nickelback and it was the largest show they've ever had there. Over 20,000 people. Yeah. I probably said this before uh, last year on the show. Yeah, you did. You remember everything. I don't. I have no idea how. So, um, I have a lawyer. <laughs> I have a lawyer, right? And um, his name's Doug. Hey, Doug! Shout out to Doug. Uh, I I told him about this, and he's he's kind of an asshole to me, uh, which is fine. He does a good job. And I told him about what happened, and uh, he's like, "Well, how long are the clips?" And I said the clips were probably, I don't know, 10, 15 seconds. And apparently, apparently, when you have a show that has less than 5,000 streams a show, you can play songs that are 10 to 15 15 seconds long. So I had to send him some clips of the show, of the music. He sent it off. Everything was dropped. Yeah, thank God we didn't get so many bigger streams per episode, right? Right, <laughs> right. So uh, we got to keep it below five. Oh yeah, okay. I'm I'm pretty sure we could do that. Yeah. Okay. All right. You never know. So uh, yeah. Long story short, we're we're okay. Yeah. Thank God. I like going on vacations. 
Yeah. And he just took the money out of my retainment fee that I already paid him for the divorce. So <laughs> guess I'm good. All's well that ends well. Yep, I suppose. Um, you went on a little vacay with your woman, right? Uh, it was a, like a little weekend getaway type. Yeah, how'd that, how'd that go? Next few towns over. It went pretty good. Um, like in that in that town, um, I got a I got a younger niece that goes to college there. So like I met they met up with us and so did my sister and my brother in law. Mm-hmm. And we kinda hung out. So it was a good time. I took pictures and stuff. Yeah. So did you guys get wasted or No, I mean I didn't get wasted. Um I was feeling all right, you know. Yeah, good. We went we went to this we went to this restaurant. It's called Fox and Hound. It's, it's like a upscale sports bar maybe. Yeah. If you want to call it like that. And like our waitress kept forgetting everything that we ordered. Okay. And I didn't want to like I'm not going to be a jerk, but I just wanted to ask like I want to ask her like are you high? Like <laughs> did you get high before this shift? Like why are you forgetting everything we're telling you? Right. But I mean, it was good food, and so the next day, I was kind of disappointed with the buffet. It was kind of lackluster, mm-hmm. and then you know, they had they they the meat they had was called like the city ham. It was like that thin sliced ham, you know. Yeah, I don't like that. Uh, I, it's not not good. God, I haven't been to a good buffet in a long time. Like old country buffet or Ryan's Steakhouse. Oh my god, that was so good. That's good. You're too busy intermittent fasting. Well, I, I don't. They don't even have those around here anymore. They got buffets around there somewhere. I'm pretty sure. Um, there is one, but it's like, it's like where old people go to die. Like, this is where they old people go it's like such an old clientele it's like a national chain i can't remember what i can't remember what it is though what golden corral yes it is golden yeah. corral yeah Eh, i'm not too crazy about golden corral honestly but uh you don't have like a hibachi buffet up there like a chinese hibachi type place no are you are you crapping me there's just no way there's gotta be i don't think so I would know about it. A Chinese buffet? No. Yeah. yeah. Don't uh, Chinese buffet. We got a Japanese steakhouse though, right? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, there's Japanese steakhouses. Okay. Yeah. I never been to one, but Yeah, so we were going to hit up a a Japanese place there over the weekend, but we we didn't do it. But um yeah, so like <laughs> my niece was like so we're gonna get Macho Man tattoos. I'm like, yeah, yeah that'd be cool, you know. And yeah. Then, then she mentioned the word matching, and I'm like, I I didn't agree to matching Macho Man tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> so no tattoo was gotten. I was like, well, we were gonna get it then. It was like, there's a shop that opened up that they've done my last two, but you know, get them to draw something up or whatever and get it done. But like the matching part, I didn't agree to. <laughs> macho man tattoo what 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 would you get if you got a macho man tattoo i mean like a, well kind of like face yeah yeah 
Okay. And, and Macho King or Macho wearing a cowboy hat? No, not King. Just just like his um like his glasses and like his beard. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, something like that. It wouldn't be like a portrait. It would be something simple that you would know, you know, it was that, you know, Macho Man related. Yeah. He uh he played that Macho King character well though. I mean, it's pretty much I mean, yeah, him and Sherry, man, that was so good. Um I, I've, I've, I've decided what to get if I ever get a tattoo, and I think it's the coolest goddamn thing ever. Okay. It is a skull. It's a skull of a lion, right? Uh-huh. And it's got the big mane and everything like that, and it's got its jaws open, and it's, like, got the teeth going, but it's a skull, and I'd get it on my, you know, I'd get it on my, my pec area. Uh-huh. I just think it'd be the coolest thing ever. I, I, I've seen it. I'll send you a picture of it. I'll, I'll tweet it out eventually. Right. But I just think it would make an awesome tattoo. Well, you know who has a skull on their peck? A skull tattoo who? on their peck. I do. Who? I do. You do? Yeah. Yeah. A skull of what? It's a skull. It's a human skull. What? Why do? You, why did you get that? I guess it's a, it's a crow and a skull. Oh. Gotcha. Yeah. Skulls are cool, man. So, yeah, I... I support it. You want to get a skull or something, but I, I, but I'll let you know. I think um, Oscar has a brother that lives in your town. He's a tattoo artist and he does really good work on us. Like actually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not joking. Oh, I'm, I'm serious. I've seen some of his work on online and stuff. He's really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oscar will have to tell me who it is. So I'm like, maybe I would think about like, I'm not like committed to this. Like I'm definitely getting this, but if I've ever wanted a tattoo, this is what I would get. Yeah, I mean, you and you and Oscar should hang out and go to his brother's tattoo shop. Oh, I'm not going to hang out with Oscar. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> ah, he's kind of a nerd. Uh, I guess we all are. <laughs> but actually, the the guy that cuts my hair and my kids' hair, he is a tattoo artist too. Like he's so gifted, like an artist and tattoo, and the way he does hair, the, the designs he put in the hair. Like he did something where he put. He put like a whole bunch of like beads together that looked like the rock and the rock like mentioned him on Instagram and put it on his Instagram and everything. It's, it's impressive. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so like b- before my vacation, the, the night, the, well, the, the Friday before, um, Monk, Monk actual, you know, Robbie come on the show a few times. Um, yeah, I told him to meet me at this brewery right down the street from me. They had a nice little food truck there, and I was like, "You need to check out this food truck and you know check out some of these beers they have." I mean, they're they're pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. And so he was like, "Yeah, I, I, I'll I'll go there. I'm I'm gonna bring some friends from work." And I'm like, "All right, man, cool. You know, whatever." And so he he had he had some friends. He's got he's got one coworker. He's like from india yeah from the country india he's an intern okay and he's young he's like in his early 20s like 23 24 really smart dude um we've hung out before like we went to the the metal concert like a month or so ago so you know he 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 hangs out with he hangs out with rob like a lot so we're all hanging out and like there's a beer garden 
behind the place like the you know you walk out the door there's like patios and stuff and you know seatings and all that they're playing music and they got uh some cornhole bo- boards right mm-hmm. so you guys call them bags up up north or something yes right? yes uh, we call them i always look at people weird when they say cornhole but which, you know, which is weird because here i am surrounded by cornfields right well when you they have these tournaments on ESPN. So when you turn it to ESPN three or four or whatever it is, it says cornhole tournament. It doesn't say bags tournament. So they it, had a ESPN's right. We can get ESPN's rarely right. Uh, there was a something on ESPN that I just glanced at for like a minute, and I was like, it looks like these guys are playing tag, like like an obstacle course, and these guys are chasing each other. Like, is this really tag? Sure as shit. It was tag. They were showing a game of tag on ESPN. Yeah. And they show and they, the they show the cornhole tournaments too. Those guys are like really, really good. Yeah. And um I didn't really grow up playing cornhole. I grew up playing washers. It's kind of the same thing, but kind of not. Yeah. So anyway, huh. they, they had cornhole, you know, boards there. I was like, let's play a game. I'm like, all right, so Two of Rob's buddies were like, we can't be on the same team together because that's all we that's all they did. Like on lunch breaks at work, they would they would, you know, throw, right? Yeah. So they're like super good. And I was like, all right. So me and Rob's friend, not not his Indian friend, but you know, his other friend, we were on teams, and then Rob and his his buddy was on teams. And me and the other dude were down together, right, at the cornhole boards. Mm-hmm. The, the Indian fellow, his name's Tosh, so we'll, we'll call him Tosh. But anyway, he's really good. And <laughs> every time, every time he made the bags in the hole, he'd go, he'd make this like really big sound, like, like that, right? <laughs> yeah. Like every time. And, and <laughs> so I'm just like, okay, man, chill out, you know, like we're just having good fun, you know, but. I'm not saying that. I'm just thinking in my head. I don't like cockiness when we're doing something competitive, you know, but, you know, two weeks they're on. Mm-hmm. And so they kept doing it. And they, like, they beat the crap out of us the first game. And so the second game, I'm just like, you know, I'm going to get in this kid's head. I bet you they don't have, like, trash talking and, like, psych out stuff in his country. And uh, I was right. So... <laughs> Oh, you uh, you psyched him out with your trash talking? Well, it wasn't really trash talk. I was just kind of like mocking what he was doing. Like every uh-huh. time he every time he throw and missed the board, I would go oh, like you know, I would do his thing every time he missed. And every time I made it in the in the hole, I would do his little yell. You know? Uh, oh, okay. So you know, I'm just we're we're beating the crap out of the second game, and um, so we won. It was like a rubber match, you know. And there was like this, I don't know who, I don't know who this guy was. He just came out of nowhere and he was watching us play. And he was like, I said, this is a rubber match. This is for everything. And the guy's like, you guys are going to lose. I'm like, oh, is that right? He's like, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm in this kid's head right here. I'm I'm not leaving anytime soon. Sure. So you might as well bet the house on, on this team right here. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, he didn't. So, like, we, I did the same thing over and over. You know, I mean, it, it in the the game, if your partner gets a point, then then you you go first, right? Right. When it's like 
your your turn and your and your competitor's turn. You go first, right? Yeah. So the guy was always making me go first. I'm like, you're getting points, dude. You need to go first. And so I finally convinced him, and he went. He missed the whole board. And I, I would do his little thing. I would do his little scream or yell or yap or whatever. It's so, <laughs> so like we won, you know. And I was just like, you know. Oh, 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 you guys did win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. We did. But like, yeah, I can, I can lose. Just don't smear it in my face because, like, I, I don't know. Like, being competitive is just kind of nature. Yeah. With a lot of people, like, I mean, I can be gracious if if, if you're just not going to smear it in my face. Like, the only thing I'm not competitive at is golf. I, I, I'm absolutely horrible at golf. I'm horrible at it too, so I'm not going to trash talk anybody that were that wants to come play or, or or whatever. I'm just horrible at it. I know it. So, but anything else, if you're going to be like that, then I'm going to stick to you. You know, right? So, like I did, and like <laughs> they, you know, we were all drinking, and then it was like they wanted to find they wanted to find a guy like a girl. Mm-hmm. They wanted to, you know, get him hooked up with with a girl, and I was like, "Well, this ain't the place, bro. This is like, um, this is like family type stuff. This is people bring their wives here or whatever. We're not, it's not a singles bar, right? So I'm like, there's a tavern down the road. You might get lucky, maybe. I don't know, but no, it was dead. It was like, uh, so he, so you tried to get him late and uh, didn't succeed. No, no, I w- wasn't me. It was Rob and his other friend that were oh, I see. You know, trying to get him a little bit of action. And and I was just like, well, you know, if you do happen to get a girl tonight, and you you go home and you're you're together, do you go oh, when you start having you know ibbity dibbity? <laughs> <laughs> so he like he told me I was like, look, man, like you like. I was in your head. He's like, yeah, he, he had the accent. I'm not going to do it. But he was like, yeah, you're in my head. Um, I couldn't get you out or whatever. I was like, yeah, man, you know, no hard feelings. All's well that ends well. You know, too bad we too bad they couldn't find us some action. Dang. Sorry about that, buddy. It was a it was a cool little story because I don't know. It just the night just kind of got carried away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I came back home, like I waited. I was I was feeling pretty right when my when my woman came home at night when she was doing her night shift. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it was it was fun. Then we went to our little vacation. Well, good. Sounds like you have had an amazing last few days. Well, I mean, not really amazing. I think um, uh, you know, I had my my physical uh, results and they were all good. Good. And the doctor was like, "Stop being so paranoid." Go out and live your life, this and that. Well, I had a, a like a mole checked out um, recently, right? Dang. So it the, the mole was getting bigger. Yes. Yeah. My my chick was kept nagging me about to go get checked out, and um, I mean it was ugly, bro. Like it was like it was. I call it um, the black mole of death. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I thought for sure it was like you know something bad. But when I got all my blood work results done, and like nothing was in my bloodstream or anything, so I was kind of hopeful. So I went to the dermatologist, and they they froze it. Yeah. Like they, she had like a can of nitrogen and froze it. Oh. And it kind of like it kind of like blistered up a little bit. Uh huh. 
and then it's scab. So like, I was in the shower the other night, and I was just scrubbing down like I normally do, and then it just came off. And is so it's completely gone now. Yeah, it's completely gone. It's just like pink, like a, a like a piece of strawberry or something. Oh well, there you go, man. That had to relieve some uh, stress off your life, then. Tell me about it. Like the the doctor, she was man, she was so nice though, and um, I thought for sure I was looking at the charts in the room. I'm like, that's got to be it. It's like melanoma. Yeah. Oh, really? And, yeah, and she was like, "Let me see," and then I showed her, and she's like, "No, that's just that's normal. That's it's hereditary or something." I'm like, "Really?" And she's like, "Yeah," and then sprayed it, and that was it. Oh well, good man. Mm. I think you've had enough uh, medical scares for a few I, years now. I've been through some stuff this year. I'll tell you that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, in in other ways. Yeah, I went to a. My my oldest turned 14. Uh, happy birthday, Carson. Um, and we went to like a trampoline place to have his birthday party. And, you know, all the families are there and my wife's family's there. And that's just like not awkward at all. Nothing, nothing wrong there. Like her, her sister staring daggers into me and was like, shit. Oh, she has <laughs> you know? Yeah. She has two sisters. Okay. Yep. And uh, one of them, one of them didn't show up, but the one that really hates me was there, and like, oh god. Well, I mean, she kind of has a reason, though, right? Man, but that's besides the point. <laughs> I mean, it's it's the kid's birthday. You got to put pettiness aside, but exactly. I mean, so every time I would, like, I don't know. I mistakenly glanced her away. She was like giving me daggers. So then I would like stare down her boyfriend, like uh, give him a dirty look. I'm like, this is so dumb. We're at a kid's birthday party. But anyway, it, it was okay. And then, uh, yeah. So uh, that's my. So did they have Did they have booze at this place? <laughs> no, they didn't. Okay. All right. Not like a Chuck E. Cheese where they have like two. You can have two cups of beer. No, they no. This place is just like all the sugary shit you can have for kids, and that's literally it. The trampoline stuff. You mean like bouncy houses or what? No, like it's like this place where you go to, and it's like uh, it's got all sorts of trampolines set up. Like you can just jump from one trampoline to the next. You can fall into like a big like swing and fall into these big soft cushiony things. It's so. Did, did you get did you get in there and join your kid? Uh, I, for a little bit, I did. Yeah. Do you, do you jumped around? I, I didn't, I, I didn't really jump around, but I like threw my kids into like those big soft things. Like I pretended like I was body slamming them or I got them in the full Nelson and threw them in there and stuff like that. So, gotcha. and then, right. and then like I did like the elbow drop into it, you know? So it was, it was fun. It was fun. The whole time, the whole time her her sisters were just not saying the best things about Captain. No, they weren't. Nope. <laughs> they weren't. Well, we got a little bit of preseason action. Preseason? Uh, uh, yeah. I watched a little bit of the Hall of Fame game. The Hall of Fame game is always to me like, you're excited to see football, then what? but when it's on TV, you're just like, ugh, this is horrible. 
Yeah, they're all backups. I know. It's just like, why even have that damn game? It's to get the fans excited. Yeah, I guess. It's the Hall of Fame inductions, you know, they while they're while they're doing the inductions, they might as well have a game, right? Yeah, I know. It's just like I wish like like they call it the Hall of Fame game, like like you know, like the third game of the preseason is always like the test, that's what they say, and that's when they play the starters the longest. Like, well let's let's pay let's pay a little better tribute to the Hall of Famers that you know, that just got inducted with some the starters for a little bit. Like let's Let's well, let's have the let's have the Hall of Fame game the third week of preseason. I don't know. I think it's more about the Hall of Famers. Actually, I wouldn't want to take all the attention away from them. Honestly, well, I know, but at that time, after the Hall, that's all the inductions are done, the speeches are done. Like, all right, let's get ready to watch some real football here. And not saying that these guys are, you know, they're they made it this far, they're good, but they're not the starters' material. That's not who people want to see. Let's make this Hall of Fame weekend something like a, a spectacle like third game of the preseason we get uh we get starters for the first half like let's just see that why well, has it got to be why has well, it like, got to be third stringers all the time well most of the, well now lately they don't really do the third game like they used to as a dress rehearsal they don't i, I mean i haven't oh well, i guess covid kind of put a damper on all that stuff so yeah we'll see how that goes We'll see if they do it this year, but uh, like yeah. they haven't done it for like two years, maybe. And if people are uh, listening, wondering where Rawls at, he is going to be on after the Bears start playing preseason. We'll have him, we'll have him on every show after that. Yep, Raul's Corner is where Raul's we're, Corner. We got a sponsor for that yet? Uh, not yet, but we'll get one. No problem. Okay. Yeah, Raul's a cool dude. Uh, knows he knows his shit. So uh, there we go. Yeah, so the Bears training camp. Um, Justin Fields is looking pretty solid. Still, still not playing with the ones yet. But. I know. I, I, I really think we're we're gonna start with the, uh, the redhead. You know, but we're gonna start with Dalton. I mean, yeah. he's not totally sucking in camp, so I don't know. No, he's not. Uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna sit back and, for some reason, trust the process here you know right i mean the o-line a little bit concerning but yeah it's concerning but then and then you say then you think to yourself well justin fields is a hell of a lot faster than uh andy dalton so uh then then why don't you put him back there because then he could get away and you know dalton is he's a hell of a lot quicker than nick Foles, but uh you know oh my god everyone's quicker than nick Foles. <laughs> that shit is just horrible Everybody's quicker than Netflix. Yeah, uh, they they added uh, linebacker Alec Ogletree. And yeah, he's picking, he's off, been picking off everything. Yeah, <laughs> can't wait to see him in action. I, I hope he makes the team. Oh, he's definitely going to make the team. He's got like six interceptions in camp. And he, he had, had one, sack. and he had a sack too, like today. He, or he had one today too. He's he's making the team. There's just no doubt about that. Okay. Uh, well, I got another text message. Oh God. Yep. So Is anyway, the one you're supposed to ignore. Yep. Please respond. <laughs> no. 
Uh, are you not responding on purpose or what? Yeah, I'm not responding on purpose. I don't want anything to do with that anymore. Done. I don't care if I'm sexless for for the rest of my life. I don't want anything to do with that. For the rest of my life. Yep. I'll just get reacquainted with uh, lesbian porn on Pornhub. What's it matter? Oh. Well, you know? That's what you first, want. That's what you first, want. First time lesbians. Oh, God. What are you doing? Oh, you're touching? What? What's oh, going God. On? It's not first time. Bull crap. First time lesbians? But they're playing the part. Yeah, they're playing the part. Oh, my, my boyfriend wouldn't like this. <laughs> he won't know. <laughs> I okay, totally so have, uh, we, <laughs> he's I, talking over me. <laughs> come on, man! Jeez. <laughs> I sent I sent an invite to someone um, wanting to talk about a wrestler that you know passed away um, like a week ago, a couple of days ago. Yeah, uh, beautiful Bobby Eaton um, passed away. Uh, we from all accounts saying that he was just a, a wonderful guy. I got to be honest with you. I usually save the Jim Cornette uh, podcast for Mondays because I can listen to him while I'm at work. Uh, and I was sitting at my son's uh, baseball tryouts today and I was like, I got to hear this a little bit. And like, God damn, it's like, it was, it was tough hearing Jim Cornette talk just for like two or three minutes about him. It was, uh, I don't know. It was pretty sad, but uh Anyway, we got uh, Ducky on, right? Hey, what's up, guys? Ducky, man, um, I don't know a whole lot about Bobby Eaton. Of course, I've seen him wrestle before. I like, I knew who he was, uh, and a lot of the wrestling world was just so, you know, saddened by his death. And you know, we wanted to pay him respect and tribute him. And you were a big fan of his, correct? Oh, very much so. One of my favorite guys ever. Yeah, so we thought uh, we should have you on so you can, you know, give Bobby Eaton uh, his due on the Mega Power Hour. So what what are your what are some of your favorite memories of Bobby Eaton? Like favorite matches? I mean, just whatever you got on your mind about Bobby Eaton, just spill it, okay? I'll put it like this: I've been watching wrestling, God, forty three years. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never seen a bad Bobby wow uh i think i first saw him i was probably 10 years old um when the midnight express showed up in world class we got their syndicated show on tv out of raleigh north carolina where Mm -hmm. i grew up um and that was the first place i saw them they had been in mid-south prior to that but we didn't get mid-south tv in my area. So I saw them when they came to Dallas to wrestle for uh, world class. They had a hell of a good feud with the Fantastics, Tommy Rogers and Bobby Fulton there. A lot of great matches. They had one it was a double ring match at Texas Stadium. Uh, that was great match. Um, and then later in 85, they showed up in, we'll just call it the NWA, Jim Crockett uh, territory. 
and which was my home where growing up, just like J Rock. And it was on from there, man. Dennis Condry and Bobby Eaton, they quickly became my favorite tag team. Those guys were the real deal. What what was um, it about what was it about uh Bobby Eaton that just you were drawn to? He was so smooth. He did he didn't do anything spectacularly, but he did everything well. Okay. Except cut a promo. Except what? Except cut a promo. The guy could <laughs> he, he he was from Alabama. He was old country boy from Alabama. And he had a bit of a mush mouth. Mm-hmm. He wasn't I never, comfortable talking. I never really heard him talk all that much. Uh, uh, Cornette was kind of mouthpiece. I, I never heard him really talk that much. I can only remember one instance where he did a promo in the NWA, and that was after the Horseman jumped, them, jumped him in the locker room while Stan was wrestling a singles match. And the following week, he and Cornette and Stan came out and Bobby cut a promo then. It was a quick one. You could tell he wasn't really comfortable doing it. But, hell, still, it was money what he said because, I mean, you got that he wanted to get revenge on those guys and kick their ass. Um, Man, I'm going to tell you, it hurt me seeing the news the other day because that was a guy I had the pleasure of meeting. I met all the Midnight Express members and Cornette a couple of years ago. I saw that. And, I saw that picture, uh, Ducky. That was that was a that was that was great. That was a great day, man. I had a lot of fun that day. Met those guys. I met the Rock and Roll Express the same day, and I'm pretty sure that was the fourth or fifth time I had met Ricky and Robert. Oh, okay. Um, so met. Uh, J.J. Dillon, Baby Doll, um, Shane Douglas, and the Queen of Extreme herself, Francine, who is a doll. She is great. But back to Bobby, man, everybody who says how nice he was, they're not lying. Guy was a stand-up guy. Great. Very humble. Very laid back. Was was he sick or what happened? He was only sixty two, right? He had diabetes. Uh huh. Um, he had a pacemaker several years ago put in. Um, his wife had passed away at the end of June, I believe it was. End of June, early part of July. Mm-hmm. He had he had taken a fall recently. I think he broke his hip or something. Oh, okay. You know, he was married to his wife for right right around 40 years. Um, And, you know, when a lot of couples, when they've been together that long and one of them goes or that close, sometimes it's not long after the other one goes. That happens so many times. I've heard stories about that. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Yep. Bobby's just that guy, man. He's such a joy to watch. He had so many good matches. I can't begin to tell you which one would be favorites of mine. Um, but to tell you what a guy he was, I had heard this a few years ago. When Goldberg was 
on his street in WCW. Mm-hmm. They had a house mm-hmm. show in Huntsville, Alabama, where Bobby's hometown. Goldberg wanted Bobby to and end the streak that night. Goldberg wanted Bobby to end the streak? Yes. I, I That shocks me because I didn't even think Goldberg <laughs> knew anything about wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> That's what kind of guy Bobby was. Everybody loved him. I've never heard anyone say anything bad about him. Wow. That's quite the that's, yeah, quite, that's quite the story. I had never heard that before. I, I I can't think of anybody who's more respected amongst his peers than Bobby Eaton was. I mean, it's it's astonishing. The, yeah, the things I've heard about Bobby Eaton just just from listening to I I'm not a long time listener of Cornets, but I've yeah I've, 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 probably I've, for about a year or so. But, like, he would say how Bobby would make everything look so real and so good, but everybody would be just fine. You know, like, he wouldn't actually hurt him. You, 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 you entered the ring with Bobby Eaton, and you left, the, you left the ring with Bobby Eaton the same exact way. Oh, yeah. I think it was Rick Flair that said wrestling Bobby was like having a night off. Yeah. Just that smooth, that good. Everything looked good, never felt good. That's the mark of a good worker right there. Yep. Oh, J-Rock, do you have any Bobby Eaton moments? I mean, growing up as a kid, like, my, my favorite teams were, like, Rock and Roll Express and the Road Warriors. So, like, naturally, I just kind of hated Midnight Express and, you know, and Cornette and all the bad guys back then when I was a kid. Like, some of the four horsemen. Um, but, you know, Bobby could work, though. I mean – they had great matches with Rock and Roll Express and the the scaffold scaffold match. I remember that pretty good. Uh, he had yeah. that leg drop from like the top rope. That was pretty sweet. The Alabama Jam. Alabama Jam. He had that he had that long, beautiful mullet. <laughs> oh, that mullet put my hair to shame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about I don't know about that, Ducky. But go ahead. Come on, man. Nah, that bullet was... Um, here's something else I heard. And this ought to tell you everything you need to know about the guy. Steve Austin was talking about Bobby, and he said that Bobby Eaton was your favorite wrestler's favorite wrestler. Mm. That's high praise coming from a guy like Stone Cold. Yep. And, and he thought a lot of Bobby. Um he actually beat Bobby for the WCW TV title. Oh, wow. Good- so you got Stone Cold Steve Austin saying that he's uh, your favorite wrestler's wrestler. You got Goldberg wanting Bobby Eaton to end the streak. I mean, <laughs> you can't say much more about the guy to just, just to know how how respected oh, yeah. and how good of a guy he was. I just, uh, I just thought of a match that I could recommend to anybody, uh, a couple of them. Uh, in the first Clash of the Champions, there was a match between the Midnight Express, which by that point was Bobby Eaton and Stan Lane, against the Fantastics. Just a wild little less than 10-minute brawl. And it was amazing. So fun to watch. What, what, was, that, what was that match again? I'm sorry. Uh, the Midnight Express against the Fantastics. The first clash of the champions. 
Just if anybody's listening, they should dial up the old Peacock and watch that match. If it's oh, on. Yeah. yeah. It should be. They I think they have all the clashes loaded up on there. Yeah. Um yeah. also from the first Super Brawl where he wrestled Arn Anderson for the T V title and took the belt off of Arn, his best friend. Yeah, um, do you listen to Arn Anderson's podcast? I do. Okay, I don't. I would, I would imagine that one's going to be pretty sad as well. Uh, yeah, his latest one's out, but it was recorded before Bobby passed, so I'm pretty sure the next one that comes out next week yeah. will be that's a little pretty in-depth. Yep. Yep. Uh, I listened to Cornets this morning, and man, it was very emotional. Yeah, just like the first couple minutes was just like, oh my God, it was, it was, it was a tough listen just for that, listen. but... Uh, but, uh, look, I don't cry, and that's not me trying to be just some macho man. I just don't have emotions. I almost cried listening to that. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm a hollow husk inside, but that almost made me cry. Just listen to that. And the end of it, when he broke down at the very end after they played this really touching song. Man, I almost lost it there. Oh, man. Bobby, great guy, man. He's going to be missed. Yep. Um, all right. Well, you know, Ducky, man, we, we wanted uh, we wanted to have you on to talk about uh, beautiful Bobby Eaton, and you did a great job uh, talking about him and remembering, and hopefully some of our uh, younger listeners that kind of missed him will go back and check out his stuff because it's definitely worth it. If you only remember him from – basically being a jobber on WCW in the mid to late 90s. Do yourself a favor, go back and watch a lot of his stuff from the 80s and early 90s. His early 90s singles run was amazing, plus his run as a tag team with Arn Anderson in the Dangerous Alliance. They were a hell of a good tag team. Hey, was he did he ever make it did he ever make it to WWF? No, that was the one place he didn't wrestle. Huh. I wonder how that huh. didn't happen. Didn't happen. <laughs> I, you know, Vince was always a body guy. Yeah. Bobby was opposite of a body guy. And Cornette nice. touched on podcast this morning that you know, no matter what Bobby did, he was not going to be cut. He was not going to be a big muscler muscular guy so when he would put on weight it would all go to his stomach when he would lose weight he would be a little more lean but he couldn't put you know the the pounds and pounds of muscle on cosmetic muscle that you know the wwf was right pushing it yep All right. All right, Ducky. Well, thank you so much for coming on and talking about Bobby Eaton. And, uh, you know, uh, hopefully next time we have you on and you call in, we'll be about a a lot happier circumstances. Hey, man, thanks for having me on. I was glad to uh, do it. I love talking about old school wrestling. And I could talk about Bobby day long, man. All right. Well, thank you so much. Hey, uh, I appreciate you making it. I appreciate you making the time for this uh, this little special segment, man. It means a lot. 
Hey, man, no problem. I, uh, I live out in the middle of nowhere, so I had to drive to civilization to get a good <laughs> signal so I could actually do this. That um, was an amazing effort on your part because my co-host just wants to do it in the middle of a damn uh, war with sirens and uh, bears and <laughs> bears. deer and dogs and everything. <laughs> I'm sitting in the parking lot and I just saw an ambulance ride by so God knows what's going on. Um, <laughs> but yeah, anytime, man, you, know, you guys, anytime you want me to come back and talk some old school stuff, I'm glad to. Just let me know. All right. Sounds good, buddy. Take care, guys. You too. And that note, we got to take a commercial break. See you after these words. Hey, yo, Paisan. There's a new pizza place in town. I'm here to tell you all about it, okay? It's called Goodfellas Pizzeria. It's former mob bosses that went on straight and narrow. And they got nothing else to do. So they want to make pies for you and your families. But don't come in here and give us no... Because we'll give you right back at you, okay? Don't come in here and give us no mother attitude, okay? You don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. You don't want to come in and give us no mother attitude, okay? And don't come in here ordering pineapple on a mother pie, okay? My mother didn't come from the god old country to have some pencil neck geek order pineapple on a mother pie. Don't go on the internet giving us bad reviews either we will find you and we will break your mother head okay we will take you in the alley and break your mother head all right enjoy the pies there good fellas you summer's here so that means it's time for beach trips grilling out and fun the sun all while enjoying a cold, crisp Huggins Hard Seltzer. Huggins Hard Seltzer has zero calories, which means that you can be addicted to people and not gain weight. Zero carbs and zero taste, but a revoked man carb. So try one today, Huggins Hard Seltzer. You moan when you drink it. Uh. Do you ever often wonder how come there's not enough videos of people eating corn seductively and erotically? But look no further, I had the place just for you. Cornhub.com Yes, Cornhub.com View our hundreds of videos of people eating corn front ways, sideways, from the back, front and back. And also view through our categories such as hardcore corn, softcore corn, girl on girl corn, Stepmom corn and Asian corn. What are you waiting for? Hurry now. It's getting corny up in here. When you're feeling hungry, you don't want to mess around with a quarter pound meat sandwich. Instead, eat the new half pound roast beef sandwiches. Eight ounces of thinly sliced, tender roast beef. And if you really want a quarter pound of beef, that's cool. Just eat half of one of these. Arby's, we have the meat. It was a nice little 
fitting tribute to beautiful Bobby, don't you think? Uh, Ducky did a great job. He did. Yeah. Uh, that's the reason why we won them all, man. Because uh, I, I mean, the way he was a you know a fan about him as a wrestler and a person. So, um, I mean, what 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 else could we do? You know. So we we knew someone that knew him and was a big fan. We brought him on the show, and um. We we could do more old school stuff if you want to venture into the territory stuff, but that's on you. It's on me. Yeah. Oh. Why wouldn't it be on you? You have to watch some of these matches and know what we're talking about. So. Oh, I mean, uh, if we want to get an old school section of the Mega Power Hour part of the show, and like I'd, yeah, I mean, I'd I'd watch it. It might be fun. Yeah, I mean, it it. it I want you to watch some of the matches that we grew up on watching because you have no idea, you know, you probably don't even know about these matches. No, no clue. So that would be fun. You know, I mean, he, he said, uh, you know, I, I've heard of Bobby Eaton, uh, you know, before, you know, obviously before I was listening to Cornette's podcast, but when he was the jobber in WCW, like he said, like that's, that's, that's where I vaguely remembered watching Bobby Eaton wrestle. Right, like six oh five on Saturday night on TBS. Got to watch their fuse with the Rock and Roll Express. That was that was money back then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like got a lot of heat. Um, rock and Roll was so over. It, fans would just go crazy during the whole match. Yes. Yeah. So, um, so we'll just might as well just stick with the old wrestling. Um, WWE news. What the fuck? Uh, what what's going on with WWE, J Rock? I want you to explain it to me, since you know you're the king of the spin of the of the E brand. Let's hear it. <laughs> well, they released my uh, they released uh, they released my one of my favorite guys, and it was Bray Wyatt, uh-huh. um, the Fiend, who I was an ardent supporter of. I loved that character. I loved. Like everything around it, uh, and they just flat out released him. Don't know why. Did it have something to do with his mental health? I maybe I don't know, but no one's saying anything. Bray's not saying anything. WWE's not saying anything. Just that stupid best of luck with future endeavor shit. And you know what? It's like and and the day before, the day before Vince was on some I don't know some kind of conference call with wrestling reporters or some shit like that and they asked him about aew and he's like uh well perhaps we should give them more like which i kind of like laughed off and was like ha you know that's that's just vince being cocky he don't give a shit about aew but then the very next day he releases one of my favorite guys and why top merch seller uh anytime bray wyatt was ever on my screen if he was on monday night and I'll, I'll say this, Monday night is a struggle to get through Ross at some points, especially during the, you know, the Thunderdome era and everything like that. But when he was on, I stopped what I was doing and watched what Bray Wyatt was doing. The Funhouse things, The Fiend came out. I was just so, like, loved that character, and now he's gone. And, you I know, mean, and I get, the character itself isn't gone, though. It, it can't. What do you mean? I mean, it's Alexa's doing the gimmick now, right? So I'll I'll, I'll get to that. But the okay. 
just he was so creative and like his promos were second to none like he it, you go look up some of his quotes they're just amazing and thought provoking and like everything like that and they just flat out released him and i've given aew so much shit through the show like like they first started like this is this is nothing like what this is a bunch of indie wrestler bullshit mixed in with some new japan guy that you know the marks on the internet love i'm talking about kenny omega by the way and and now aew is going to become a force where vince is gonna have to start acknowledging them from being a a pro wrestling company a a legitimate threat to his business why and why is that because Let's just let's just go through a few people that he has released. Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, Bobby Fish, Tyler Russ, I don't know who that is, Bronson Reed, Mercedes Martinez, Leon Ruff, Ari Starring, Lars Sullivan, Velveteen Dream, Steve Cutler, Mickey James, Bo Dallas, Bray Wyatt, Andrade, Tyler Breeze, Alistair Black, Buddy Murphy, Ruby Riot, Kalisto, Chelsea Green, she's nothing. Tucker, Wesley Blake, Kurt Stallion, August Gray, Killian Dane. That's just to name a few. Okay, I, but but was like was on Andrade. He he was offered a contract though. What? But but they weren't. I don't know. Is that true or not? But they weren't doing anything with him. And right. and like so, Vince is releasing all these wrestlers, and I get it. You can't keep everybody. Okay, you can't. I get that part. But he's not releasing like like Tyler Rust. Who's that? I don't know. I'm sure he's a great guy. He's got a great family and all that stuff. And I hope he finds work and all that stuff. But that's not going to move the needle for AEW. Him releasing Andrade. Him releasing Bray Wyatt. Him releasing Aleister Black. And you know what? I think Buddy Murphy's going to do something with AEW too. Like, they, they're literally helping AEW. They're helping AEW to one day. I mean, what do they got? CM Punk coming in. They got Daniel Bryan probably coming in. They're, they're losing track of who whose contract is what. Like, God, they they just offered Adam Cole uh, a, a million goddamn dollars to stay. Right. And, like, if he would have left, you know, like, what what but is going had- to become of WWE? All all I am all pretty soon, pretty soon, SmackDown is just going to be Edge and Rollins and Roman and Cena for a little bit, and then I, I like I don't know, like what what. What's gonna happen? Yeah, everybody's keep, going to AEW, and then and then they have the old legends mm-hmm. back <laughs> to have Roman and, go against and Goldberg, yeah, and, against and the Rock, and, and go goddamn the- Goldberg again. And you know what? It's fine, Goldberg's fine, but you know you don't put him into the title picture at SummerSlam, okay? Like bring him back and have him fight Dolph Ziggler again, or just some guy to squash. Just like, oh, there's Goldberg, that's fun, but don't put him in the title match. What's he gonna do? Yeah. I'm very frustrated with WWE right now. It's like it's like this. It's like it's like AEW. Every show they've got, there's a possibility that someone new is going to show up. Okay, someone new that people know. And on WWE, I'll like all I have to look forward to is, and I look forward to that in quotes, <laughs> is who the hell they're releasing that I like this this week. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, and, and then and then they still have I told you I was going to talk about Alexa Bliss they still have Alexa Bliss doing this character 
hey, hey, WWE, what what happened to Alexa Bliss? How did she get like this now? Now that the fiend is gone, Bray Wyatt is gone. You released one of my favorite guys. Why is Alexa Bliss still like that? I thought she was under the spell of the fiend, but now she's under the spell of what? The Lily, the doll, the doll. Yeah, the Lily doll, I, I, I don't which know. I would have bought hook, line, and sinker if the goddamn fiend was still involved in the storyline. Uh, well, I, I did hear rumors about Lily coming to life in human form as a female wrestler. Ugh. That's just a rumor. Yeah, like that sound is, is you have a right to make that sound because it's. It's a rumor, but um, you get what like I'm the, saying. Though it's like, what? Why is Alexa Bliss still under the spell of the Fiend when the Fiend's not employed by WWE anymore? <laughs> they're gonna get like fake Diesel and fake Razor to come. A oh, fake Fiend. Right. Let me have a fake Fiend come in. You know, it's like I can, I can spin shit all I want. You know, but like I couldn't, I couldn't spin this. I, I couldn't like. No, you can't. I mean, it don't matter. It don't matter if you like, if you watch both promotions, or you don't like one or the other. You can't defend this right here. Like honestly, like they're making record profits, uh, and then they're cutting everyone known to man. That's, I know. That's not Roman Reigns or AJ style. I mean, the SummerSlam car looks really good. But could have been better. But after that, what do you have when Cena leaves and he I, goes I, going back to Hollywood? What do you Derek, have? That's a good point. Like who's 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 fighting Roman Reigns? Like what are you gonna are you gonna tell me that you gonna sit there and tell me that Adam Cole, who is a great wrestler by the way, he's realistically he could not touch Roman Reigns. You know, like, yeah, yeah, that, reali- that, yeah, realistically, yeah, he's um, not like. I, I can't I can't buy that Adam Cole would beat Roman Reigns. I can't. And I heard I heard Adam Cole is going to SmackDown. So I haven't, and, and then, I haven't heard if he's resigned yet or not. I, I don't. I haven't heard anything. But I, I, all all signs point to him resigning. But honestly, man, and I hate saying this, if he doesn't, I I don't blame him. You know, right. I still love WWE, and I I will shit on AEW anytime I get. Don't don't think this is a new guy, okay? But it I sounds like a new guy to me, man. It sounds like you've kind of opened your eyes up a little bit. It just just some stories that I've been hearing. Like, look look at uh, Alistair Black. His name is Malachi Black now, right? Yeah. Look at how he was presented on Dynamite this past week. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw it. Of course. That was amazing. It was, and, it was a Cody like a, a squash match. <laughs> like, but like just his entrance with that mask and everything like that. Like, you can't tell me that wouldn't have worked on WWE TV. And so you got you got uh, uh, what the hell? Uh, what's that? What's that guy that known Jackson Riker or whatever the hell his name is? Like, you got him t- trotting out there and you got. Uh, Didn't they I release him or no? Huh. Did they release him or no? No, shit, no. He's still on there. Well, to look at, uh, look, you can be a wildly popular company and be very profitable and still kind of be shitty about how you do things and handle stuff. So, um, 
it's not always uh, the grass isn't always greener over in that area. It's it's so frustrating. It's frustrating me as a WWE fan just just to watch this and like and just see like the record profits and it's a record, yeah, it's record breaking profits and they're just and, letting them go. Yeah, Eat yeah, me. and then and then and during SmackDown they released a whole bunch of other people. Like, yeah, it was all like NXT people, but it was like yeah, during SmackDown they just gutted NXT. So what? What are they gonna do with NXT now? Is like still gonna be on cable? I, I don't, I don't know. I've I've read stuff. I'm sure you've read the same thing that they're going away from the smaller guys. They want bigger guys. There's gonna be a whole new presentation. They're doing something. They removed Triple H from being in, in charge of NXT. Uh, Triple H. Um, if you if you people ever listen to Talk Is Jericho, they had Malachi Black on there, and he was talking about how much he loves. He called him Paul, but it's Hunter. He loves. He loves Hunter. He's got a great mind for the business and he's helped him so much and nothing but great words to say about him. And, and he said that Hunter told Malachi Black that he was in charge one night without any blowback, like any, oh, well, you should do this way and this way one night. And then after that, it was just all, you know, Vinceisms. And I don't, I, I don't know if Bruce Pritchard's in there or not too. And just all like, no, we can't do this. We can't do this. Like, well, look what's happened. NXT is basically dead. Yes. It's looking pretty grim. On I mean, they re- about that. released the whole damn roster, right? Yep. I mean, pretty much. I mean, and now Adam Cole's gone. He's, I mean, he's not going to be in NXT. He's either going to AEW or to, you know, SmackDown or whatever. Like what, what is NXT? Is that like, what, why? Why as a fan should I watch NXT this week? Well, I mean, like, you never really did watch NXT all that much. That is besides the point, and I did uh, yeah, keep I, up on it. I, I know. But um, so Triple H is going to be known for the guy that couldn't, he failed it at uh, that. He's, he basically, his job was to. B A W. That was his job, and it didn't happen, and everything blew up, like backfired. And well, now, now they're now they're gutting the roster, and is it? I don't know. I don't give you a lot of shit about Bray about the Fiend curtain and all that stuff. I never once thought they would ever release him though. Like honestly, I never did. No, this is terrible. It's He's- just it's. He know. he had he had some of the, like in the past ten years he had some of the most iconic moments like just do you remember when he was feuding with Cena and the lights went out or something like that and then and like all these people were surrounding the ring in like the sheet masks uh uh-huh. oh god it was so good like like his character was just so like that character was so believable you know the back. Like that, like that shit probably is an actual thing. Like weirdos in the swamps, you know what I mean? I but do then, believe. But then they eventually, uh, but then they eventually killed that character of Bray Wyatt. I, and then Bray I like Wyatt the, comes up. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Sorry. I like the I like the Wyatt family. So did then. I. That, yeah. they, that was great. And and then they but then WWE decided to kill that. And and things like the addition of Braun Strowman, like I thought, like wow, that is so mm-hmm. awesome! Like look at this group, and then but they kill that, and then Bray Wyatt with this genius idea, which not everybody loved, but I loved it. And boom, they 
they make him lose to freaking Goldberg. And I can buy the fact, well, Goldberg, and then I was on here defending it because Goldberg didn't, the Fiend didn't hate Goldberg. And I was like, well, then Goldberg will get that, uh, the Fiend will get that victory back now because he doesn't like Goldberg. He'll, I was thinking, well, the Fiend could come back at SummerSlam and he'll cost Goldberg the title. And then Goldberg and the Fiend will, you know, go at each other at another date. And I was like, well, I, I can't wait for that entrance and shit like that. And then just, well, that's not happening now. No. I, I, I thought about calling and checking up on you when it happened, but I was out on vacation at the time. So, yeah, I was pretty pissed, as you can tell. I thought that you didn't, you didn't want to go into detail about it. At the, the same time, the token is that the the more talent that AEW adds, they're going to have to release some people too eventually later on. You know. And I the mean, Mar- you, the Marco Stunts so. of the world and the Joey Janellas of the world. Like, I don't think they're, I don't think Jan- Joey's even wrestling with them anymore, but you get my drift. If you sign Punk and you sign, you know, Brian, Dan- uh, Daniel Bryan, mm-hmm. um, maybe sign Bray because him and Matt Hardy did some good stuff together. But, you know, I, I don't know. It's just no one's, they might be, they may not be, but. Um, so you gotta you, you gotta start cutting some some fat somewhere. Uh, if you yeah. find all those guys, you know. Yeah, I mean you'd think so, um, but I, I but I don't see I don't see Tony Khan like I'm trying to get a, a wrestler of similar importance to AEW that Bray Wyatt was to WWE. I like I don't I don't see Tony Khan cutting uh, releasing. Unless is Cody Rhodes a good. No, Hangman. Okay, Hangman Page. Yeah. Do you see him cutting, just releasing Hangman Page? No. Just for budget cuts? No. No. Nah, if he wants to freaking cut Marco Stunt and uh, Joey Janela, like, you know, I I feel bad for him, but that that won't affect AEW's rating at all. No, but like eventually it's going to come around, and then you'll have you know maybe people going to the E when their contract runs up. So. Yeah, it's just I don't know. I'm trying to I'm trying to give you hope that AEW kind of drops the ball again, but it looks like they're not. It looks like they're picking up a lot of steam. Well, yeah, yeah. WWE just hand, just hands them stars. Be like, there you go. Yeah. The the Malachi Black debut against Cody was pretty dope. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Like the the episode Dynamite last week it started off with Hooventude and Jericho. How was that? Uh, did you watch any of it? No, fuck no. Okay, I think I think Hoobie was like Rusty. They whatever chemistry they had in the ring seventeen years ago, I think it got kind of lost. <laughs> did it for a little bit? Yeah, it was like the the only saving grace was um, Jericho did a Judas effect off the top rope. That was pretty sweet. But like that match, I was just like, man, please just have this match be over with. So that was his fourth labor. That no, his fourth one is um, he's got to go against Warlow, and MJF will be the referee. And if the fifth labor, if he gets to it, would be against MJF. Yeah. Gotcha. But like that wasn't even a stacked episode of Dynamite, though. You know, besides, um, 
maybe that match just for nostalgia's sake. And then the Malachi Black and Miro had a title defense. And it was a trios match. I think it was like Darby, Moxley, and Eddie Kingston. And that's that's fun stuff to watch. Why do they call it trios and not just six-man tag? I mean, I don't know. I mean, they need to put out the belt for it, like, pretty quick. They're going to have get, they're gonna get a six-man tag belt? Yeah, trios belt, yeah. Uh, that's kind of weird. Been, there, well, there's been rumors of that for a while because, you know, there's a lot of factions in AEW, so I know I know there's been a, a six I know there's been a three man tag championship before. I know that. Well, that's back in you know, NWA, WCW had all that stuff going on back then. Yeah. Man, so, see it. Wow. So it'd be kind of cool to bring something like that back. You know? So basically we can go into AEW in just a minute. Basically, if your name's not Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, John Cena, or uh, you know Drew McIntyre, <laughs> WWE calls you on a Wednesday. Are you gonna pick up that phone? <laughs> you know, they're gonna send you a text and they're gonna send you your gear in a trash bag. <sighs> just awful. Well, the good news is there's there's more options for the workers out there to to go with. You know, you got Ring of Honor and you got Yeah, but they've they've always had Ring of Honor. They've always had TNA. Impact and you got AEW. Yeah, they, they got AEW now. That that's basically what it is. I mean they have AEW now. Yeah, thank God for AEW, honestly. I mean I've been here I'm, since I'm day not one. I've been here that, since day but... one, Captain. I've been here since day one. Day one ish. I've been here since day one ish. And yes, yeah, some of the stuff they do is kind of silly. I I get it, but I'm not a fan of all of it. But it's brought me back to watching pro wrestling. And me and my chick, we bond over that. Like every Wednesday night, so if she's not working, we're watching it together. Nice. Or if, or if she missed it, I'll pull it up on DVR. You know, you missed this match right here. Check it out. And she likes it. She's into it. Yeah. She's just not doing it just to appease you. No, because like I'll be like, you want to watch SmackDown? She's like, I don't want to watch that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I got, I got to peek at it a little bit so I kind of see what's going on. Right, <laughs> and that's another thing that WWE's been doing. They got John Cena, but they they haven't been bringing him out every show. And I get not bringing him out for every single show. I get it, you know. But they have him coming out on dark matches after the show's over. I don't I'm, get that. <laughs> You got you got to advertise. Cena is going to be making an appearance. You know, you, you're just wasting money. You're wasting all the money to bring him back. You know, he's not staying forever. That's what I'm saying. Like the 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 boost is temporary. Yep. But like, it's well, I mean, the not not in the arena, not like selling tickets because just a live event right now is a hot ticket. Right. But it's the ratings are still the same though. Basically, yeah. And then after Cena leaves, you know that bump they got they do get from Cena might. Uh, who knows? I mean, but they're still making even, millions of dollars. Well, even Cena said they gotta make they gotta make um, new stars. Well, yeah, he sees that. He probably rolled his eyes when he saw Goldberg come out the other day too. You know. Yeah, it's gonna be so cool to see like. Brock Lesnar versus CM Punk in AEW. <laughs> hey, it could happen. 
<laughs> it could happen. I'm still not making like any predictions of Punk and Daniel Bryan signing up. When it happens, then you know I'll believe it. Well, I I think Daniel Bryan's a hundred percent. Yeah, and the Punk has got to be there because you don't book the United Center for a Rampage show, um, impromptu spur of the moment without having uh, punk and, and you don't you right? don't tease you don't tease cm punk and then book a show at the united center in chicago and him not show up those people will go ape shit yeah that would be some that would be some real heat if, if oh he yeah yeah <laughs> yes the 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 goodwill that tony khan has built up with his legions of fans would go away quickly so the united center sold out in like 15 minutes like when the Rampage tickets were announced. Mm-hmm. That show hasn't even aired yet. It airs like coming up this Friday. Is it really sold out? Yeah, it's really sold out. Mm. And like, I think they sold out the Grand Slam in New York. I think it was like 18,000. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, they can thank Vince McMahon for that. The t- um, well, they, they couldn't get MSG. But I mean, they probably will eventually down the road, maybe. Yeah, maybe. So, uh, like a, a live wrestling show is a hot ticket right now. Well, yeah, where people are starving for it. We haven't seen it in live yeah. in years. The Charlotte show, the fight for the fallen, was a couple weeks ago, and we didn't. Um, I think it was in the middle of us not doing a show. But um, the Jericho against your favorite wrestler, um, Nick Nick Gage. That death match, it was pretty cool for what it was. Like, Jericho doesn't have to be doing all this shit, but he chooses to. He's going through a midlife crisis, and he wants to prove to people that he's still cool. Mate, Which, but he, he, doesn't, I mean, he doesn't have to do that. I no, think Jericho's cool. He's still cool, but he doesn't have to do all this stuff. But he, he wants to do it. He wants to do it for the company. Yeah. You know you know what was funny is... Uh, what else in, to in do? The, in the death match, uh, I saw a clip. Now... Here we are in a death match, and I can't remember who who grabbed the ropes, whether it was the the meth head or Chris Jericho. Uh, but and then they had to break the hold because because they got to the rope in a death match. Yeah, um, <laughs> what was that? I look. I don't know. I mean, that's probably Jericho's first first death match. That, that um, don't matter. They they should know that rope breaks don't count in death matches. Yeah, I mean, are, do you want to nitpick? <laughs> yeah, I want to nitpick. It's supposed to be a death match. Oh, it makes you feel good to nitpick something about AEW after your whole brand is just in disarray right now. Listen, listen. Don't take the, the don't whole, take your don't 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 take that stuff out on the other promotion. They ain't done nothing to you, bro. They just listen, taking. Yeah, you're the one that brought up Nick Gage and Chris Jericho. I had forgotten about that match. How how forgettable that match was. I was all right for what it was like. You, you don't do death matches like every show, but every once in a while, like it's it's all, it's okay. Yeah, you bring this meth head that's got like three teeth in there that has no wrestling talent at all against one of the greatest of all time in your main event on TV. Like some sometimes Tony Khan outmarks himself for the for the one hundred people on the internet that love death match wrestling. Well, he didn't sign them. He had him come in and do us, you know, do that a match. That don't matter. He Inside. still brought him in to appease the 100 people death match likers. That's it. 
I think there's more than 100 people that like death matches, but 102. Yeah. Anyway, there's um, there's a guy that works at this at a retail store around here. He's a big wrestling fan. I talked to him a couple times about wrestling. He noticed mm-hmm. like a Macho Man shirt I was wearing. So we were talking about wrestling, whatever. But he's a big dude, man. He's like tall and mm-hmm. pretty easy to recognize. And I saw I saw him in the crowd, like the first uh, shot of uh, the TV. Like mm-hmm. the, the cameras going to the crowd. It was the first dude I saw. I'm like, oh my god, that's 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 homeboy. You know, so him. <laughs> I, I saw him the next week, and I talked. I was like, hey man, I saw you on TV, and he's like, man, he, I could, dude. He talked for 30 minutes about. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, there's customers walking in between and stuff. He just kept talking. Like he was, <laughs> he just just could not say enough good things about that show in AEW. <laughs> Interesting. Pretty cool. Yeah. So uh anyway. So I'm like I'm like listen to the show, you know. We talk about AEW and my co host hates it to death and um and just go back and forth. <laughs> yeah, it's a good it's a good thing we got going here. If we both liked AEW, what what would we be like? It's like I don't know. We we could just mark out over every man. <laughs> mark out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh. Um, okay, so that's pretty much it. Uh, you got any weird news stories, and we can wrap this up. Yeah, I do got some weird news stories, just a couple of them. We haven't done these in a while. I was like, what the hell? Let's bring some back. Uh, do you remember? Um, did you ever have the original Nintendo? Yes, oh, yeah, yeah, great games, right? Um, you're gonna wish that you never opened your copy of Super Mario Brothers. Why is that? Because a sealed copy of the Super Mario Brothers for Nintendo sold for just take a guess. A uh, hundred thousand. Two million. Two million. Two million dollars. Jeez. I don't. I. I didn't get any more of the story, but it was sold at an auction for two million dollars. That's crazy, but when you're a kid, you're not going to you're not, you're not play the game in the box. You're going to take the game out. You're going to play that game, you know? If someone were to tell me you'll get $2 million from this 30 years later, I'd be like, I ain't opening that shit. I don't know. I, maybe I still might open it and go buy another one. I don't know. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's the trick. Yeah, you do that. But at the time, I wasn't buying that stuff. My parents were, so I didn't know how much the games were back then. I think I, games I, have always been like 50 bucks. No, like I knew back then they weren't 50 bucks or 60 bucks like they are now. Hmm. Well, but, yeah, I had the original. I got it like on Christmas morning. That's pretty cool. You're going to have to get a PS5, by the way. Uh, why? Don't you want to play the AEW game? Wouldn't it be? Couldn't they make it for PS4 also? I don't know. Probably. I might just like you know, have go, go play a friend's console or something yeah i don't see myself paying 800 bucks or whatever it is for a playstation 5 all right well i got another one uh it's one of the most wisconsin thing ever uh wisconsin man has sent the guinness book Wook Wook guinness world record for lifetime big mac consumption since 1999 <laughs> his so- latest total of how many big macs he has eaten 
32,340 Big Bangs. Uh, Donald Gorski, of his name, is Fond du Lac. I've been to Fond du Lac. Said he averages two of the McDonald's signature sandwiches a day, and he's been making them a part of his routine since 1972. Uh, Guinness World Records recognized him as the record holder for most Big Macs burgers eaten in a lifetime in 99. And the record keeping organization said he has now broken his own record with a total of 32,340. Gorski said he keeps the packages and receipts from every burger. I can't imagine how disgusting his house is. Uh, can you imagine that? About like he, Dave, Dave Melser's room. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Don Gorski did not tell me about his Big Mac obsession when we first met. This is his wife talking. I'm not sure it was quite an obsession then. He ate Big Macs every day. Sometimes I would even bring him a Big Mac. I just didn't realize it would go on forever. Gorski's wife, told Mary, told Guinness. Gorski said his love affair with the sandwich began when he got his car. I drove straight to McDonald's, got my first three Big Macs, then got in the car and ate them. In that moment, I said, I'm going to probably eat these for the rest of my life. I threw the cartons in the back of my seat and started counting them from, from day one, Gorski said. Gorski said he keeps healthy by skipping the French fries and walking about six miles a day. I think I, I think I've seen this guy. Was he on uh, Super Size Me? I have no idea. You ever seen that that documentary? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. I think he was on there. I think he. I remember him saying that um, he never ate the fries. Like, how can you not eat McDonald's fries though? Yeah, right. I mean, they're so good. But like, it's it's weird that you mentioned that because like I I ate a Big Mac before I did the show today. You did, God. Yeah, yeah. I did. <laughs> Well, I did. You, you, like, gotta, you got thirty two thousand three hundred thirty nine more to go. Because you were you were bugging me. Yeah, we gotta do the show before this. You get your shit. So I, I was hungry and I stopped by the drive through and I I got a Big Mac combo. Yeah. Well, I mean, do I get a chance to rebut that? I bit? didn't skip the fries though. But I yeah. we we had set it up like well when the when the the suspension ends, you know, let's do it about twelve forty five one forty five your time. Like okay. So then I text you, and you're like, "Well, I'm downtown." I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I was I was running errands. <laughs> errands. Yeah. You and your errands. Me and my my old man errands. <laughs> so. Well, before I go off on WWE again, I think we need to end the show so I can calm down, take a cold shower. <sighs> no, man, keep going. No, no, I'm done. I'm done. Spout. Just just keep just keep just spout it out. Say it. <laughs> Uh, hopefully our next show will be, uh, they'll re-sign Bray Wyatt and everything will be roses. Maybe. I mean, this, I, I mean, they just released the guy. Why would they sign him again? Well, I mean, they did that with Samoa Joe, so we'll see. Yeah, but he went to NXT though. Yeah. And NXT's dead now, so whatever. So when is, anyway. When, when is SummerSlam? August 23rd, I think. Oh, Okay. So you got that look forward forward to. Sure. The cars look pretty good. Maybe Becky Lynch might shows up. So that'll that'll help. Unless they decide to release her too. Who knows? Oh, they released Ric Flair because he asked to be released and they let him go. Yeah. I mean and that's okay. I mean, not like I mean he'll, yeah. prob- he'll probably go to AEW. I mean, yeah, it's okay, but still, you know. I, I don't I don't like it was differences on where he wanted his character to go like rick what what the hell are you gonna do buddy you can't wrestle no more it's not safe 
You want to, what do you want to be world champion and be intercontinental champion? No, that's that's not in your cards. I think he want to be putting those type of storylines where he was with Lacey. I don't think he was happy about that. Maybe not. And I think Charlotte, Charlotte wasn't too happy either from what they were saying, but it was weird. Anyway, all right, I'm done. I'm done bad mouthing WWE. I gotta go take a shower with all these harsh words I've said. But you ain't gotta take a shower. Just just go to work in uh, your little slutty bartender uniform and <laughs> <laughs> Captain Hugs the WWE slutty bartender. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, uh, I'll, those of you that ordered shirts, I'll be mailing them out this week. And uh, hopefully you get them. And I hope you guys enjoyed the show. And uh, we will see you back uh, in a couple weeks. And uh, we'll have uh, Roll Bennington back on. Yeah. And remember, when you get the shirt, take a selfie with it in at mega underscore hour. Because I want to see what they look like. So do I. All right, J-Rock. You have a good one. I will talk to you later. All right. Uh, so... You know, P.S., I, I just love hearing you talk about um, going off on this. So I, I didn't really say much anything in this show. Just you were so upset. So it was great. <laughs> I it did great. hijack the show a little bit. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> I, lo- I loved it. Keep, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Talk to you later. Later.